0: It's late Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time for our tired episode. ten-minute read of a story that is sure to help you create the calm that you need, and to help you push the week's trials and tribulations out of your head, and help you to fall into a peaceful night's rest. This season, my background music to help you relax Is music provided by Nature Healing Society Tonight, I have a Grimm's Brothers fairy tale to tell you Called Sleeping Beauty And I wanted to give a message Over the past month, you have noticed that I changed the format On Friday nights, I have a story And on Tuesday, inspiration to share with you However, the inspiration and the ad free stories are on another site and they are only available through a pay program. I will be changing this back. After several emails where people told me that they do miss the inspirational part, I have decided that starting next week, I will be switching back. No longer Will it be a pay program in order to hear the inspiration? Instead, it will be available for everyone, and it will be your option if you would like to contribute anywhere from ninety-nine cents to nine ninety-nine a month. This way, whether you can afford to be a member or not, you are benefiting from my podcast. And that is my true goal, is to reach out and help. And with that said, here is a story. Once upon a time, there lived a king and a queen, who were very unhappy because they had no children. But at last, a little daughter was born, and their sorrow was turned to joy. All the bells in the land were rung to tell the glad tidings. The king gave a christening feast so grand that the like of it had never been known. He invited all the fairies he could find in the kingdom. There were seven of them to come to the christening as godmothers. He had hoped that each would give the princess a good gift. And when the christening was over, the feast came, and before each of the fairies was placed a plate with a spoon and a knife and a fork, all pure and Gold. But alas, as the fairies were about to seat themselves at the table, there came into a hall a very old fairy who had not been invited. She had left the kingdom fifty years before and had not been seen or heard of until this day. The king at once ordered that a plate should be brought for her but he could not furnish a gold one such as the others had had. This made the old fairy angry, and she sat there muttering to herself. A young fairy who sat near overheard her angry threats. This good godmother, fearing the old fairy might give the child an unlucky gift, hid herself behind a curtain. She did this because she wished to speak last, and perhaps be able to change the old fairy's gift. At the end of the feast, the youngest fairy stepped forward and said, The princess shall be the most beautiful woman in the world. And the second said, She shall have a temper as sweet as an angel. The third said, She shall have a wonderful grace in all that she does or says. The fourth said, She shall sing like a nightingale. The fifth said, she shall dance like a flower in the wind. The sixth said, she shall play such music as was never heard on earth. And then the old fairy's turn came, and shaking her head spitefully, she said, When the princess is seventeen years old, she shall prick her finger with a spindle, and she shall die. At this, all the guests trembled, and many of them began to weep. The king and queen wept loudest of all. Just as the wise young fairy came from behind the curtain and said, Do not grieve, O king and queen. Your daughter shall not die. I cannot undo what my eldest sister has done. The princess shall indeed prick her finger with a spindle, but she shall not die. She shall fall into sleep that will last a hundred years, and at the end of that time, the king's son will find her and awaken her. Immediately, all the fairies vanished. I have a message from my sponsors. My sponsor is a tea company, but it is not an ordinary tea company, for they are extraordinary in not only their inventory, but in their beliefs in helping this world to be a better place. They are Plum Deluxe, and they can be found at PlumDeluxe.com. This tea company has such an amazing selection of teas, including their sleepy teas, such as their classic Cuddle Time Tea, which is chamomile, vanilla, and peppermint, or the nightcap that works wonders with valerian root and peppermint, or what about the calm and fruity tranquil peach, which is peach and chamomile. And then there's a the chamomile with tart and crisp lemon notes, which is called Cozy Tranquil Dream. And that is with rosehip and lemongrass and chamomile. And then there is the calm chamomile, which is lavender, rose, and chamomile. It is the most floral of the bunch. And they also have a huge variety of herbal teas, and wonderful flavors with an amazing taste. Besides the calming effects of teas, numerous studies, including those at Penn Medicine, have found that teas boost your immune system and help your heart. There are so many benefits to tea. And here's one more. When you buy tea from PlumDeluxe.com, they get the chance once more to show how they care about making this world. better place to live. You see, they're not paying me a dime for this ad. Rather, they're going to be sending teas to the Crime Victims Assistance Center. They provide counseling and assistance and education. Please go to PlumDeluxe.com. You'll be amazed at their selection and the quality of their teas. And now, back to our story. The king, hoping to save his child even from this misfortune, commanded that all spindles should be burned. This was done, but it was all in vain. One day, when the princess was 17 years of age, the king and queen left her alone in the castle, and she wandered around the palace, and at last came upon a little room in the top of a tower, There, an old woman so old and deaf that she had never heard of the king's command, sat spinning. What are you doing, good old woman, asked the princess. I am spinning, my pretty child. Oh, said the princess, how do you do it? Let me see if I can spin also. She had just taken the spindle in her hand when in some way it pricked her finger and the princess dropped down on the floor. And the old woman called for help, and people came from all sides, but nothing could be done. When the good young fairy heard the news, she came quickly to the castle. She knew that the princess must sleep a hundred years, and would be frightened if she found herself alone when she awoke. So the fairy touched her with her magic wand, and all in the palace except the king and the queen ladies and gentlemen pages waiting maids footmen grooms in the stable and even the horses she touched them all and they all went to sleep just where they were when the wand touched them some of the gentlemen were bowing to the ladies and the ladies were embroidering the grooms stood currying their horses and the cook was slapping the kitchen boy The king and the queen departed from the castle, giving orders that no one was to go near it. This command, however, was not needed. In a little while, they sprang around the castle, a wood so thick that neither man nor beast could pass through. A great many changes took place in one hundred years. The king had no other child, and when he died, his throne passed to another royal family. Even the story of the sleeping princess was almost forgotten. One day, the son of the king, who was then reigning, was out hunting, and he saw towers rising above a thick wood. He asked what they were, but no one would answer him. At last, an old peasant was found who said, Your Highness, fifty years ago, my father told me that there is a castle in the woods where a princess sleeps. The most beautiful princess that had ever lived It was said that she must sleep there 100 years When she would be awakened by a king's son At this the young prince determined to find out the truth for himself And he leaped from his horse And began to force his way through the woods To his astonishment the stiff branches gave way And then closed again Allowing none of his companions to follow A beautiful palace rose before him and in the courtyard the prince saw horses and men Who looked as if they were dead But he was not afraid And boldly entered into the palace There were guards motionless as stone And gentlemen and ladies And pages and footmen Some standing Some sitting But all like statues At last the prince came to a chamber of gold he saw upon a bed the fairest sight one had ever beheld, a princess of about 17 years, who looked as if she had just fallen asleep. Trembling, the prince knelt beside her and awakened her with a kiss, and now the enchantment was broken. The princess looked at him with wondering eyes and said, Is it you, my prince? I've waited for you long. So happy were the two that they talked hour after hour, and in the meantime, all of the palace awakened, and each began to do what he was doing when he fell asleep. The gentlemen went on bowing to the ladies, and the ladies went on with their embroidery. The grooms went on currying their horses, the cook went on slapping the kitchen boy, and the servants began to serve the supper. And then the chief, lady-in-waiting, who was ready to die of hunger, told the princess aloud that supper was ready. The prince gave the princess his hand, and they all went into the great hall for supper. That very evening, the prince and the princess were married, and the next day, the prince took his bride to his father's palace, and there they lived happily ever after. I do hope you like that story And remember Do not spend your life being asleep Be awake In everything that you do And be sure to do For only in doing Can you find happiness Only in doing Can you live And until Tuesday Good night sweet one Sleep well